We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I like tacos. Mañana viernes, sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo. Jerry Rafferty, where a duo known as Steelers Wheel, when they recorded this Dylan-esque pop bubblegum favorite from April of 1974. That reached up to number five, as K-Billy Super Sounds of the 70s continues. Here I am stuck in the middle 
Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Black Shirt Mixtape, live on Electromagnetic Radio. My name is Jesse, and I will be your uh, host on this sonic journey for the next two hours or so. Thank you for joining me. A couple things. One, yes, I am sick. Uh, I do apologize about that. I've been... um, I've been battling something this week, and uh, it's not COVID. I had two negative COVID tests. I think it's just a, just a crud. I just feel like, like, crap. But um, not gonna miss the show. This is live, not pre-recorded, because you all deserve it. Um, so that's the first thing. Second thing is, um, it's gonna be that show. It's gonna be that '70s show. No pun intended. Um, so I have, I, I do a lot of theme shows, haven't really touched on the seventies before, which I was thinking about it. It was kind of odd seeing as how I was born in 1974 and really, I mean, you know, I cut my teeth on, on a lot of seventies stuff. Um, I, I was very fortunate to have two parents who, um, played at, we had always had music going in our house and, um, you know, just really lucky to to be able to still remember. I mean, I, I remember all of the music that was played to me and my dad played me a lot of stuff. My mom did too. Um, but a lot of, um, a lot of the stuff that I kind of cut my teeth on was stuff that he really loved. And, um, I think, I, I don't know if I was, was talking with a friend or I, I saw something online where, uh, James Gunn, they were doing some press for guardians, of the galaxy three. And it just kind of got me thinking about, God, you know, he does such great soundtracks, a lot of great 70s stuff, Obviously, Quentin Tarantino does as well. Uh, that track was uh, Steeler's Wheel, uh, Stuck in the Middle with You, obviously, with an intro um, from Reservoir Dogs by the great Stephen Wright, uh, comedian Stephen Wright. Um, you know, when, Steve, when when that song became popular, and I'm not bragging here, I, I'm just, I actually really feel really fortunate when that came out, when it got its second wind, uh, when Reservoir Dogs came out, I was like, yeah, I know that song. It was, my dad just played for me all the time. Um, so I started putting together a playlist of, you know, 70 songs that I really loved. And it, it, you know, it ended up being very much informed by my parents, both of them equally. Um, obviously, I couldn't cover everything. I've only got two hours. Um, and I, I did try, you know, if you're a fan of the show, if you listen to my stuff, you know that I, I try and stay away from a lot of the mainstream, like I don't play like a ton of the hits. I'll play like some of the more, what I call like uh, unforgotten gems or hidden gems from bands. I love doing that. But with the seventies, there's just so many hits, you know, it's like, you just got to play some of the hits. So you'll hear some familiar stuff. Hopefully you'll hear some stuff that's new to you. Um, And then I got a couple left turns in there, of course. Um, But let's go ahead and jump into another uh, favorite band of mine, uh, Super Tramp. And um, Breakfast in America was the album that really kind of pushed them um, into the the mainstream. But before that, they put out a great record called Crime of the Century. And one of my favorite songs off it is called uh, Bloody Will Right. Check it out. Thank you. 
You got a bloody right to say Right, you bloody well right You know you got a right to say Let it 
walking down the street Concentrating on trucking right I heard a dark voice beside of me And I looked round in a state of fright I saw four faces, one man A brother from the gutter They looked me up and down a bit And turned to each other
All right. All right. All right. So we are um, on our 70s journey this evening, Black Shirt Mixtape, live on Electromagnetic Radio. A couple of tracks there uh, that we kind of bounced through. So uh, play down Bloody Well Right uh, by Supertramp off of the excellent Crime of the Century album. And then um, we went into... Gosh, I love Steely Dan. So um, they uh, their first greatest hits album was just called A Decade of Steely Dan. It's got a pretty um, recognizable cover. It's like a crinkled up piece of gray paper with like a red bar through it. Um, I played that CD out. I mean, my parents must have thought I was on some heavy drugs because they would hear everything from like The Cure, Prefab Sprout, De La Soul, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, steely dan like it was it was pretty random coming out of my room but that greatest hits album was like nothing i'd ever heard and um you know being a musician myself i got into i got into a lot of production uh the production side the production qualities of albums and there's nothing better than the 70s right because that was when they were really starting to experiment in the studio technology was you know going crazy um, not only, you know, instrument wise, uh, instrumentation wise, but production wise. Um, and I think that's really what I love the most about the seventies. I mean, besides the songwriting, the songwriting craft in the seventies is just unparalleled. Um, and I, you know, there's just so many different genres that just really pushed a lot of boundaries, but the production wise, everything is so pristine and everything has that same sound kind of like the eighties do too, right? Every decade has that one signature thing about it uh that is makes it instantly recognizable and definitely with the 70s so when you listen to something like super tramp or steely dan you're like oh yeah love it um after that we rolled into this really cool track called dreadlock holiday um by this english band called 10 cc so yes i know they're like four or five white dudes trying to play reggae and what they're known for is not decidedly that style of music but um i i very much um was also listening to a lot of bob marley when i you know growing up i played in ska bands um and so from an early age songs like that like i was instantly attracted to right the drum beat um the arrangements the the harmonies it's just awesome um and i had totally forgotten about that song until i was watching the social network and um there's a scene when they, when Zuckerberg goes to uh, talk to Eduardo at the fraternity bash or fraternity party uh, to tell him that he needs money for servers, right? Um, and when the scene opens, there's this DJ and then there's this sad white dude playing some uh, steel drums and there's like a video loop of Niagara Falls behind them. Anyway, Jamaican or uh, Dreadlock Holiday was playing in the background and I was like, Oh my God, I totally remember that song. So that was kind of kicking around in my brain. So here's, here's our first left turn of the evening. So I didn't really think about the song again until years later. And I was listening to this uh, really great mixtape by this um, European DJ group called too many DJs. And uh, they put out the series called as heard on salt radio soul wax. So they would do these radio sessions and they would mash up really crazy stuff. Like, I mean, just random, random stuff. Dolly Parton with like heavy metal and 
just all kinds of really awesome dance stuff. Anyway, I heard this track. I'm going to play this for you guys. I was like, oh my God, this is genius. Um, I love it so much. So I'm going to play this for you and then I'll come back. Enjoy. I mean, is that not the craziest thing ever? It's so perfect. So that is uh, Dreadlock Holiday mixed with um, Independent Woman Part 1 by um, Destiny's Child. I'm going to take a short break here because I'm having some technical difficulties and I'm going to re-log out and re-log in. So just hang tight with me, folks, and I will be right back.
Apologies there. Had a little technical difficulty. It's weird. Sometimes my internet, it jumps bands. And then um, I only notice it's happening when my music gets kicked off. And then like the backup music for electromagnetic radio pops in. And I notice that. And I'm like, what the heck? And sure enough. Um, okay. So let's back up a little bit here. So I played you Dreadlock Holiday by 10CC. And then I played you an excellent mashup of Dreadlock Holiday with Independent Women, uh, Independent Woman Part 1 uh, by Destiny's Child from the Charlie's Angel soundtrack. So 
when I first heard that, that was really my kind of first foray into mashups, sampling. Like, I mean, I'd already had a ton of exposure from the BC Boys and De La Soul, but doing stuff like that was just really, it was mind blowing to me. And um, it kind of like opened, it, it put me down a rabbit hole. Um, I, I think I mentioned a couple of shows ago and I probably will do one. I've got about probably five hours worth of, of mashups, right? So two songs uh, put together, um, more than two songs. It's awesome. Um, and then we just heard, so that uh, was not Nirvana. It was actually the original band uh, that wrote Love and performed Love Buzz, uh, Shocking Blue. So I remember when um, when uh, the Bleach uh, EP came out, right? Uh, that Nirvana put out on Sub Pop. And a friend of mine played me that song. And I was like, remember looking at him, looking at the stereo, looking back at him. I'm like, that's not, that's, I know that song. I, I remember my dad would play me this song. And I even called him up and I played it for him. I'm like, who is this? He's like, oh, yeah, that's Shocking Blue. So that just goes to show you how great Kurt Cobain was at picking covers, right? And then we, if you need any more proof, just take a, a spin through their Unplugged uh, album that they did, uh, MTV Unplugged, right? All those amazing covers that they threw on there. Uh, obviously, we're, um, Man Who Sold the World by Bowie, Where Did You Sleep Last Night by Lead Belly, and then a bunch of Meat Puppet songs. Uh, Jesus don't want me for a sunbeam. I mean, he just had a great knack at, at picking covers. And, um, I do love that original, uh, just as much as I love the cover of it. Um, let's continue with a little, I love this song. I actually, I, I think I, this may have been the song that I heard that actually was the catalyst for this entire episode. Uh, it's a track called, uh, how long by Ace.
Something bad.
I stand by that that choice. Um, Boz Skaggs, low down from uh, his album Silk Degrees. I'll get to that in a minute because there, there's a there's a there's a method to the to the madness. There's a reason why I picked that song. Um, so let's um, <clears throat> again. I apologize. I am battling through something this week, and um, so that's why you're hearing more music than uh, than you're hearing me. So uh, we had a nice little run there. We had um, How Long by Ace um, off their album Five Aside. And then we had Right Down the Line by Jerry Rafferty, who is making his second appearance um, on the show tonight. If you caught the opening track, or rather the introduction to the opening track uh, by comedian Stephen Wright, taken from the uh, Reservoir Dogs soundtrack, uh, Jerry Rafferty was in Steeler's Wheel. Um, so stuck in the middle with you is him on vocals. And then, um, right down the line is from his solo album, city to city. I don't know. That song just, it's so tied to my youth as well. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I've, I, I distinctly remember my parents playing or my dad specifically playing that a lot. And then we sagged into what a fool believes by the Doobie brothers. Um, 
I love the Doobie Brothers story because it's really like two bands. Um, they had their original singer um, who ended up leaving. He basically was, he didn't have a, a mental breakdown, but he was very sick. He had like a bleeding ulcer. He was exhausted from touring. And um, they had just finished a record. And the guitar player for Doobie Brothers, uh, Jeff Skunk Baxter, had said, hey, um, my buddy that used to play, because Jeff was also in Steely Dan at one point before um, Steely Dan decided to stop touring and use only session musicians um, for their records. And that that's kind of how Jeff ended up in Doobie Brothers because <clears throat> he needed a job. And so he said, hey, I we should get my buddy Michael McDonald, who was also in Steely Dan with me, have him come and fill in. And he did. And that began a long run of successful um, albums, but it was a totally different sound, right? It was like blue eyed soul. Um, they're equally, I, I just love, I just love the story. Like I love listening to their greatest hits. Cause you've got like China Grove and, and uh, Jesus is all right with me. And, and then you've got like, what a fool believes. Um, and the interesting thing about that track is, it was off their minute by minute um, record. And I think that actually came out in the eighties. I, I think I, I kind of misstepped there that maybe 80, it may have been 1980 or 81, but um, they were on the verge of breaking up on that, that when that record came out and I think half the band ended up leaving, but it, it became huge. It won a bunch of Grammys and kind of propelled them back into the limelight. Um, and then we come to um, Lowdown by Boz Skaggs. So I picked this song because, um, so my dad is a guitarist by trade, but he taught me how to play the drums, which to this day, I'm always like, why did you not teach me how to play guitar? Because I'm a frustrated guitarist. I think I would be a really good rhythm guitar player. Definitely not a lead guitarist. But anyway, he taught me how to play the drums. And I was hoping he would say his response would be something like, well, because I wanted to start a little band. And no, he's just like, I don't know. I just... I don't know. So he would set me up in his living room and my dad was, is a huge audiophile and he had just the craziest sound system talking like thousand watt speakers and thousands of dollars and, you know, turntables and preamps and all this stuff. Anyway, so he would, uh, he started me on drums with just a snare drum, a hi-hat and a ride cymbal. And I would use the kick drum. I would just kind of tap my foot on the ground but he would make me play the intro to Lowdown like over and over and over again amongst many songs. And let me just case in point, like just let me paint a picture for you. I was like 10. So let, let me just play the intro one more time for you guys so you can hear the intro to, to Lowdown. Check this out. I mean, that's, come on, man, that's tough. Especially when you don't even have a kick drum. But he was teaching me how to play in the pocket, which, thanks. Thanks, Dad. I appreciate that because that's really, that's really hard. So having said that, we're going to go to our second left turn of the evening. So this one is not as creative as the first one. But nevertheless, it's a good recycling of this track. Um, and it's by um, another... DJ uh, duo, two brothers uh, called Disclosure. They do some really fantastic stuff. But they put this out, I believe maybe last year or the year before. They call it Expressing What Matters, but um, it heavily samples 
Lowdown. Check it out.
So if you don't like Grease, we can't be friends. Um, I mean, that's, I don't know any movie that screams, you know, God, childhood memory for me is that movie. 1978, um, Frankie Valli singing the uh, title track. Such a great, such a great soundtrack. I love all the stuff that the actors did, right? Uh, John Travolta, uh, Olivia Newton-John, Stalker Channing. And then you have Sha Na Na. So if you're like me and you grew up, you are born in the mid-70s, mid to late 70s, Sha Na Na was, they had their own show. They were great. They were this great, they were this crazy little band and, and Bowser was their, like one of their lead singers. Anyway, they figured prominently in the movie uh, when they have their big, uh, dance at the gymnasium and they cover like born to hand drive hound dog. Uh, I mean, it's just so great. Um, before that we had 25 or six to four by Chicago. So that was really my, you know, I, as I mentioned earlier, I, a, a big ska fan. I've done a whole show on ska. I played in ska bands, um, in Southern California. Um, and I really love anything with horns and Chicago was kind of my first introduction into like how great a horn section can be. Um, and I actually ended up seeing them a couple of years ago and they were fantastic. Uh, they've, they've got most of the original members. They have a couple of newer, younger sprightly fellas, uh, that are filling in, but man, it was a great show. It was a double header. It was, um, earth, wind and fire and Chicago and they were equally great. And then before, or then uh, before that, uh, kicking off this round was a track called "Expressing What Matters" by Disclosure that heavily samples "Lowdown," uh, the song that I was bitching about earlier, uh, having to to learn the drums. Um, so let's uh, let's play a little Donna Summer. So I know this this show is woefully underrepresented by the female um, by by female artists, and I'm aware of that. I just, I only have so much time. I do have a couple of other um, tracks coming up by some really extremely talented female artists. But Donna Summer, um, you know, got a lot of airtime in my house as well growing up. And uh, I really, really love, this is probably one of my favorite songs of hers. Actually, that's not true. Um, I Feel Love is my favorite track of hers. That was like that crazy robotic song that she did with Giorgio Moroder. It's like 18 minutes long or something. I don't have that much time. So I'm playing this song, um, which I really, really love. It's called On the Radio.
Okay, so hear me out. Um, boy, that was a terrible fade. Um, on my radio, The Selector, technically was released in October 1979. So while I didn't listen to it until much later, um, it is technically still in the 70s. Now, I um, I just put that in there as I felt like it was a good call and response to the previous song on, on the radio by Donna Summer and then on my radio by The Selector. Um, so I, I think that it, it, it does kind of weave into my love of horns and, and reggae and, you know, led me to ska and all that good stuff. So, um, next song I'm going to play is, is literally the first song I actually remember hearing. I mean, I must've been, I, I, and I'm, and I'm not, um, I am not exaggerating. This is literally, I remember I must've been two or three years old. And I remember sitting in our living room looking up um, at the record player and sitting by the speakers and listening to this song uh, that my my parents were playing for me. So pretty crazy. This is Stevie Wonder, isn't she lovely?
So while I absolutely adore that song, uh, it goes on really long. There's like another two minutes. Um, but that was Stevie Wonders and She Lovely Off of arguably one of my favorite albums of his songs in the key of life. I mean, this was during his extremely prolific uh, album cycle in the seventies talking book uh, songs in the key of life. Um, just, you know, what can I say about Stevie wonder? Um, I am kind of reworking our, the playlist tonight and I'm going to play, um, I'm going to play, I'm going to play some Zeppelin. Because I didn't really get into Zeppelin until I was in high school. And I remember a friend of mine, she came to visit me from uh, from Montreal. And I was living in San Diego. And um, I remember we were hanging out and she's like, let's put on some, she's like, let's play some music. Okay. She's like, put on some Zeppelin. I'm like, I don't have any Zeppelin. She's like, hold on. She opened up her backpack and she put on this song. And I was like, holy fuck. How have I not? How have I not been into these guys? And of course, that saved my ass because anytime we were at a, a house party and invariably there was a bunch of musicians, we would all kind of get together and go jam a song and like, what should we play? And of course, somebody's let's play some Zeppelin. So thank you, Amanda. You saved my ass. <laughs>
problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. She said it's really not my habit to intrude. Furthermore, I hope my meaning won't be lost or misconstrued. But I'll repeat myself. At the risk of being crude, there must be 50 ways to leave your lover. 50 ways to leave your lover. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee, and get yourself free. Make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy. You just listen to me. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee, and get yourself free. She said, It grieves me so to see you in such pain. I wish there was something I could do to make you smile again. I said, I appreciate that. And would you please explain about the 50 ways? She said, why don't we both just sleep on it tonight? And I believe in the morning you begin to see the light. And then she kissed me and I realized she probably was right. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. 50 ways to leave your lover. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Or you hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Just drop off the key, Lee. And get yourself free. Slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. You just listen to me. Hop on the bus. So that was another track um, that my dad would make me practice on drums, uh, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. I still don't think I could play it properly, to be honest with you. Um, so it's been an interesting show. Uh, we're coming up kind of towards the, the tail end of it. Got about 15 minutes left. Um, and uh, if you're just tuning in, tonight has been a kind of a trip down memory lane for me. Uh, some songs, uh, some 70s uh, styled songs that have influenced me, remind me of my childhood. Um, and a couple left turns there, some some interesting remakes and mashups and just a whole bunch of fun stuff. And Listening to me croak, uh, sound like a frog. It's been lovely. Um, so we listened to uh, Isn't She Lovely? Then we went into Whole Lot of Love by uh, Led Zeppelin, off Led Zeppelin 2. Uh, Sagged into 
Strange Magic by ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. So Jeff Lynn, you know, singer, lead singer, songwriter, really, um, you know, his sound, I mean, his production on that and his production on a bunch of stuff that kind of in the 80s, um, he's got such a unique and distinct sound. Um, the stuff that he produced for George Harrison, Traveling Wilburys, Tom Petty. I mean, this he's just really been, um, he's got his, his blueprint on a lot of stuff. And I love ELO. And then we listen to uh, You're So Vain by Carly Simon uh, with backing vocals by Mick Jagger. That's really the only appearance the Stones have on this um, show. Sorry, Mom. I mean, I didn't even get the Beatles in. I had to cut the Beatles out. It's a shame. Um, I had to cut a lot of stuff out tonight. Obviously, too too many songs to fit into a two-hour show. So many great songs from the 70s. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and close out. I'm going to play three songs. I'm going to play my favorite, 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 favorite Elton John track called Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's off his Honky Chateau album. And then I'm going to play one of my favorite covers of it. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it's by. You'll have to try and figure it out or just wait until it scrolls on your screen. And then I'm going to close out with Everybody is a Star um, by Sly and the Family Stone. I didn't get to put a lot of R&B on here, uh, which bums me out because there's a ton of great r and I mean, I didn't even get into P-Funk. It's just, it's too much, man. It's only a two-hour show. But anyway, as always, thank you for listening um, wherever you are in the world. Um, as always, you can jump onto our website, www.em-radio.com scroll to the bottom look for Mixcloud and you can find all of these shows my shows and every other DJ on um, electromagnetic radio and then you can also check out my shows I usually upload them the next day if you check out my um, I've got a link tree on my uh, you can access it through my Instagram account at hey underscore Jesse that's hey with five Y's So remember, be kind to each other. It's free, especially right now in this extremely jacked up world. But um, yeah, here's little Elton John. Enjoy. Now I know Spanish Harlem are not just pretty words to say. Trash can dream come true You stand at the edge While people run you through And I thank the Lord There's people out there like you I thank the Lord There's people out there like you And that is why They know not if it's dark outside or light 
Vamos con la primera pregunta, muy... Articulares, piedras renales, piedras... Eh, bueno, 